Okay, welcome back to Business Partner Partners. Today we have Brian and Nicole Sandrowski from Fireforge Brewery in Greenville. We're really excited to have you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to be here. Cool. Um, so Chrissy and Ryan here, as always, but we want to just get to know y'all a little bit and hear about your business. Um, so let's start with the biggest question, which is... The biggest. <laughs> the biggest question. How did you meet, and how long have y'all been together? <laughs> Nicole, wanna, I love, I love wanna... the immediate giggle. <laughs> <laughs> so we met um, in the late 90s, and we were in high school youth group together. And nice. I was, Brian was a senior... And I was a freshman, Ooh. but we had like, you know, uh-huh. an extensive age friend group. Yeah. And we were friends for several years and then things went on after that. Yeah. Started dating after I was in I was college. Of, yeah. You were still in college. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, I think we started dating in what, 2000, give or take. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 20 heading into 2021. Years, okay. And then we yeah. just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary oh, last awesome. week. Congrats. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're You're still, doing it. still doing it all these years <laughs> later. Okay. I need some juicier details though. Like <laughs> in high school, were y'all into each other in youth group or was it just like, I know you. So, so Nicole actually asked me out when she was like 16 and I was Ooh, like, yeah, progressive. Um, you go, Nicole. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's probably not going to work. <laughs> and, uh, Cause, Cause you were a, 20 or 19 he's, at he's that a point. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, that's I'm, a good I'm test. Almost yeah. full four years older than Nicole. So, um, but then, you know, he start hanging out for a while and, yeah. you know, things flipped, but she got over me really quick and, uh, moved on. <laughs> and then, um, finally, you know, I guess a few years later, you know, I, I just kind of couldn't handle just being friends anymore. So yeah. I, I broke up as friends. Okay. Oh, what wow. a move. Look at Nicole well, laughing. This is what, this is what Chrissy was in, looking uh, for. In, in true girl fashion, it wasn't until I was actually honestly over her that she then came back and was like, hey, oh. um, you want to try something? And wow. I'm like, are you, you've got to be kidding me. Like, where this was is this? all the truth. It's yeah. like the movies. Yeah, yeah. it really, it, it yeah. really, it really is. It's a, it is a, it was a life lesson. The, so uh, then you were like, I'm over you, but I'm willing to give it a shot or I can yeah, get back into you. I, I think I asked for like a couple days to like, like okay. hold, I got to process this. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, sure. Let's, uh, let's go grab dinner or something. So, well, and it was also around kind of this time of year where, um, you know, well, and I, I had been dating someone. Brian had, I think, dated some some people, but no, I had. I, I, I went on like a date. I've only been on like one other date in my I life. I love Nicole literally. was like trying to be like, oh, he was with people, and he's like, no, no. there's no one ever. No. It's only you. You know, it part, parted ways. I tried. It, just, it was just, didn't garner a lot of interest. That's great. But, you know, I had uh, kind of wrapped up another relationship. It, yeah. it was great, but it was just well, I didn't see it long-term yeah. yeah, and, uh, you know, we had had some time apart as well. And, uh, I think out of the blue, uh, we, Brian's like, Hey, you just want to go to lunch or it was a casual lunch. Yeah. And then we started hanging out a little more. I think he invited me to the company Christmas party. <laughs> it was fun. Cause I was still in college. Yeah. Brian had a real job. Yeah. He had some disposable income. I'm like, ooh, no, I'm kidding. I had a credit uh, card. That's what it was. I didn't so have a lot of disposable yeah. I mean, I went income. to the company yeah. Christmas party. It felt like a date. Yeah. Then we went to Charleston 
for a day and went to the aquarium and it felt like kind of like a date. Yeah. And on I think on the drive home from back to Columbia, we were living in Columbia at the time. And I think I said, hey, would you would you want to keep going out? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's when Brian needed a little bit of time. Yeah. And next thing I knew, you know, we were hanging out at the his him and his friends had a house right outside of Five Points okay. in downtown Columbia. Of course. Nice. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was the New Year's Eve party. And uh, at the New Year's Eve party, I think we were definitely, we definitely felt like a, we were heading into coupledom. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was yeah. really awesome. And then here we are. Yeah. Wow. So 23 years later. Yeah. So then how long, <laughs> how long after high school youth group did you start making beer together? Yeah, yeah. So let's oh, let's yeah. transition into the let's do that into the Fireforge story. Ooh, and good good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's appropriate. Right we arranged that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. That, 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 if you come to Fireforge, you'll get plenty of that. Yeah. We're, uh, oh yeah. We're yeah. Downtown, we have uh, ambulances and fire trucks going by we, on the regular. We pause a lot of conversations and meetings. We're like, let's just hold on. Hope they're yeah. okay. Respect yeah. the truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, uh, I didn't start brewing until I was thirty. Oh, wow. So, um, so it was a, a, a quite a while. Um, Nicole actually bought a gift certificate to the homebrew shop in Columbia, where we were living at the time. Yeah. This would have been 2000. It was a Christmas gift in 2006. Okay. And so I went out, bought my first kit, and shortly after, in the new year, um, brewed an Irish red ale from Extract nice. on the stovetop. That's my favorite. <laughs> Literally on the stove. And, um, and you know, I guess it wasn't terrible because yeah. we decided to try another brat, another batch, and uh, just kind of went from there. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, you know we started getting into craft beer a few years prior to that. There, when we were when I was, we were both living in Columbia. There was a, a bar there called the Flying Saucer. Oh yeah, I remember which it. was yeah, it was uh, one of the first like craft beer bars yeah. in Columbia, at least if not in the state. And I had an apartment like three blocks away. So okay. I joined the UFO club and you could drink up to three beers a day. And once you got to 200, you got a plate on the wall. And it took me about up a year. Up to three, I like that. Yeah, they're like, they were like, look, yeah. Not no. join our club, but be responsible. You're not going to drink all 200 in one day. So, or it's uh, like, you might have other beers after that, but they don't count for today. Yeah. Right, yeah. So they want, you, they want to keep you coming back. It's oh, a great, wow. great business move. So we became regulars there and it allowed me to really experiment and try all kinds of different styles that I hadn't had before. Yeah. And so that's kind of when we really started to get into beer. Um, and I did get my plate. I was number 40. And yes. uh, thankfully, when the Flying Saucer closed a couple of years ago, I was able to go back to Columbia and get my plate. Oh, nice. So it's now oh. hanging up in our office. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, but as that craft beer journey was growing or we were continuing on it, you know, Nicole was like, well, hey, why don't we try making our own beer? Yeah. And so that's kind of how that that got started and it was something fun to do on the weekends it was completely different from what our our day jobs were at the time yeah and what's funny about the brewing that irish red ale and i have no idea if it was really that good <laughs> i don't think it was it couldn't have been it we bought and we hand bottled yeah. everything oh, yeah. but we were so excited that we threw a party and invited all of our friends over as you should have to just enjoy the beer we had snacks People, I'm sure we had other beers, yeah. but the goal was to drink 
sit around and enjoy the beer we made. Yeah. And I look back at pictures from that night. Everyone looks so happy, but if it wasn't good, no one was going to tell us. <laughs> no. Because we're no. having They're a good like, party. They're like, look how happy they are. We can't tell them we don't <laughs> no. like this. I'm yeah. sure it was great. And also, I feel like that was like, that was the time that craft beer was like really booming. Oh, and yeah. so like it was becoming a thing where like lots of people were like, we should try, we should try brewing our own beer. Yeah. How long had the, the, the um, place you got your, your certificate from, how long had that been open in Columbia, the home it, brewing shop? So I don't know if it's still open yeah. now. Um, I think it was off St. Andrew's Road or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they moved. But it was called Betmar which I have no idea what that means. Okay. And it looked <laughs> it looked ancient when I went in. They're like, come brew some. Yeah, it, yeah. there was Meat. other kinds of supplies. Yeah. And it, it was one of those like, I, are they open? <laughs> uh, but apparently they're, they've been kicking for a while. I don't know if they're still open. But, well, I think uh, people yeah. sometimes drive by a mountain goat and they're like, are they open? There's nobody <laughs> in the parking lot. Like, are we sure they're open? <laughs> Oh, people drive by, yeah. By I, I'm not sure anybody like, knew what was going in our building for like three years. Yeah. They're like, that's a warehouse, right? Why are there what umbrellas out front? Yeah. What's going on in there? That's cool. That's a really good story. Why did you start with the Irish Red Ale? I think, well, at the... Oh, I've got an answer for that. Because it's about the easiest style of beer you okay. can brew. It's okay. like the hardest to screw up, Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, it's a super simple recipe. Um, not a lot of hops. You just basically combine some stuff, boil water, yeah. add your syrup or your wort extract, and yeah. there you go. We'll post the recipe in the um, <laughs> show right. notes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you go to Fireforge's website, you can see a picture of the Irish red ale being brewed in a pot on a stove. So that is, that nice. was, go check that's it the out. One. Yeah. yeah, we had a boil over and got all the sticky oh, wort man. all over the... The burners. The fruit and of your labor. Oh, yeah. yeah that's so, great. And somehow we still do it and still make messes. You <laughs> wow. Know, 15 years later. I also think one of the reasons, well, one, besides a lack of complexity in you know, making a small batch of Irish red, that d- definitely spoke more to kind of where our palettes were at the time, yeah. where we were still really into, you know, like, oh, let's get a bucket of Killian's or, you know, yeah. just, yeah. it's that malt, malt forward, yeah. super easy to drink. And I was still trying to get into understanding and appreciating more hop-forward yeah. beers. I just wasn't there yet. I don't think but, anybody was there yet. Yeah. Was but I'm, I'm still, I am hardcore hop gal now. Still on the hop train. I'm still on the hop train now. But at that time, I, I was enjoying uh, like rogue nut brown, uh, hazelnut brown ales. Yeah. When it was pumpkin pumpkin yeah. ale time. That's why I didn't get very far in the UFO club because mm. I was very seasonally driven <laughs> oh, That's why. with what I loved. I, got, I started strong and then as soon as the, I don't, it's not made anymore, but yeah. as soon as that cottonwood pumpkin ale from North Carolina was yeah. on draft at Flying Saucer, I'm like, see ya, I'm just staying on the pumpkin train yeah. for the next month. What is the beer? I'm, I'm blanking right now on the beer that helped me start liking beers that weren't just like Miller Lite. Yeah, oh, yeah, Highland Gaelic Ale was my first entrance that, into like a non that is a fantastic one yeah that's a great still gateway great beer. it's still, still great, great. Yeah. So when good. I, I feel like at the time like killian's was like out there for a beer it's like you know bud oh, light yeah. miller like Coors light and, like killian's. it's not yellow yeah yeah <laughs> we had like, a, this is different we had around that time this is a little side story we had a one of my college roommates dad turned 
maybe 55 or something. He had a big birthday and we used to tailgate for all the baseball games. And we're oh, like, yeah. we're going to get a keg. Like we would every like now and then splurge and get a keg of beer to have like at the tailgate. <laughs> and we're like, he really loves Killian's. Like we're going to get a full keg of oh, Killian's yeah. in the hot sun is a <laughs> terrible idea. Like, oh, no. And it wasn't like a huge party. It's like right. the five roommates and then his dad and mom and sister. So there's like bottles would have been unreasonable. (laughs) It's like seven people, seven people with a half barrel in the sun. I don't think we made it halfway through and it was just not a good situation. Yeah. And just not a good idea. Was it, was it foaming up? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty terrible. Yeah. It was not, it was very expensive. This is going to sound, so going back to the hop and like, I really like a red ale and I've had y'all's red ale and I really like it too. I think that, this is going to sound really study abroad of me, but we went to Ireland and yes. that is when I actually started liking red ales. And that's um, great. So now I'm still on that train, but I used to love anything hoppy. Hmm. Um, pretty much any IPA I would drink post pregnancy. I cannot, I cannot like any hoppy beer. Yeah. And something's just it's, changed. It's and sad. Yeah. It's a sad loss. But <laughs> yeah. like Ryan will let me sip but, beers. But he's think trying. of what you gained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I more Irish red ale. <laughs> I think she's what talking about mean? the kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the kids. <laughs> well, just yeah. more. I'm, like, I'm not tracking on that. Like, okay, more beer of a different place. <laughs> more Gaelic ale for me. <laughs> Two children. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love my children. You're right. You're right. You can tell they come to mind. That's funny. Okay, so I also want to know, I want to, just a quick question, Fireforge, explain the name. Well, uh, it just sort of popped into my head one day while we were driving, well, we were living in Florida at the time, in Tampa, and we were driving up to meet some friends up in the mountains of North Carolina, and we were in the process of trying to get a brewery off the ground, and so uh, we were really struggling to try to find a name because there are tens of thousands of breweries now and yeah. tens of thousands of beers. And so um, it just sort of popped into my head. I was just kind of envisioning the brewing process. You know, we have a, a gas-fired burner. You have stainless steel, which kind of reminded me of a forge. So it, the, the imagery just kind of made sense. And then as we um, started to think about what it was that we were trying to do, our, our, our mantra has been for a long time, even before Fireforge, is create with passion and serve with enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of took that passion and the fire that you know that is often associated with mm. passion um and then the that handcrafted nature of a forge it just kind of made sense yeah. and we could trademark it oh, nice. <laughs> yeah we've been, so. we've been working with uh trademark attorneys and you know, they wanted us to just keep brainstorming and building a list of a variety of names and then they would just go through them and usually they were crossing them off and say great name but there's a winery in New Zealand. Oh, wow. There could be confusion in the marketplace. Wow. Like, oh, yeah. That how? Was, uh, I mean, there are many <laughs> yes. things, as you guys would know, in, in running a business. Yeah. Uh, there are, it's an expensive education. Yeah. And, um, and I learned a lot about trademarks and yeah. how that process goes. And so, you know, every couple of weeks, I'd send them a list of like 10 name ideas and they'd shoot them all down. And it's like, okay, well, get some, try some more names. And um, the the running joke is that if Fireforge couldn't get trademarked, we were just going to become Sandrowski Brewing Company. <laughs> Nobody's and trademarking so, uh, that. Yeah, no, no nope. one's no one's doing that. So uh, fortunately, Fireforge worked. It sounds cooler, and uh, you know, it makes for a nice story. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I'm I'm so glad that it worked out because, you know, I think, you know, having been about five and a half years in now with Fireforge being open, it's so beyond 
us and our last name yeah. and we didn't always want the brand to be synonymous with with us yeah and what's great about fireforge is that was no one knows what that is and so yeah. you're creating something out of nothing and but there's so many people around you to help make what's intangible tangible yeah and i'm just glad it wasn't sandrowski brewing company <laughs> <laughs> even though i love my i love our last name sure. yeah <laughs> yeah, sure. Cool. There's always time. You know, that's that's what you say for the macro brew. Like Miller Lite, Coors Light, yeah. Sandrowski Light. Like right. that's oh, yeah. that'll be the next oh, one. Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. Now that is a beer name. I think yeah, that would be a great like beer name. Maybe if we were in like Ohio yeah. or Pittsburgh. It's pretty Midwesty. But, but everyone yeah. from Ohio is moving here. That's true. That's true, yeah. They'll feel at home. Here. Yeah. Well, I'm here. People just start calling it like a Cine Light. I mean, oh, you yeah. got yeah. something there. That's true. Oh, well, we're going to trademark that, Ryan. City <laughs> <laughs> like. We got to stick, stick around after, Ryan. We got, we got some calls to make. Okay, so what do you each do in the business? I think that's a good next question. Sure. So we, we did talk through some of these <laughs> questions ahead of time. What, what like, do we do? What, what is it that we do around here? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, a few of the hats that I wear would be, I'd say, overall creative director for, for the company. So brand look and feel, environment look and feel, mm -hmm. uh, any kind of marketing communications or strategy, online, print, all that. And then unofficial, I'd say HR director mm -hmm. and front end recruiting. Yeah. And uh, then also um, I clean things, I fix things. <laughs> yeah. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Organize things. things, <laughs> things. I mean, beers, making beers, yeah. just cleaning things, really. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And then, if you don't like cleaning, don't brew. <laughs> That's all right. Wow. That's always a question we ask. Uh, and then also uh, overall event coordination for Fireforge programs. And then yeah. like, I'd say like clients that want to come in and do stuff yeah. at our place. But I've got, I get a lot of help with that as well. Yeah. What's this show on Apple TV we're watching where he's a bre <laughs> uh, um, he brews beer? Platonic. Platonic. Have y'all watched Platonic on Apple TV? I've not heard of that. No. Y'all need to watch it because he's, he brews beer and he makes it seem like it's just, you know, they all just make it seem so cool and like there's no cleaning and, and beer brewing. You just uh, like come up with cool recipes. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Like, and well, then people, people show up to drink it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, up. that's the fun part. Yeah. But yeah, it's like people are like, oh, can we uh, come over and watch you brew or yeah. shadow for a day? And it's like, well, there's really about 10 minutes where anything's actually happening and the rest of the time we're just watching water yeah. boil. Yeah. So it's not as exciting as you think. Um, Nicole, so, so yeah. I wanted to ask you to explain, because y'all have a really unique physical location. Um, and for people that are listening that maybe don't live in Greenville or haven't been, can you kind of describe what your building is, what it used to be, and kind of the look and feel of it now? Because it is a really, it's a cool space in downtown Greenville. Yeah, originally, and we've this is our second time living in Greenville, and we've definitely put down some roots this time. Yeah. But originally, the building was um, like a auto repair and or auto repair shop and mm -hmm. a tire warehouse. Okay. And uh, it's been owned by I think a couple different tire shops, but most recently it was WN Watson. They've got a really nice building and location. We use yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and when they were at that location where we are now. When we lived in, we lived nearby, and I would get my car fixed there yeah. and got a new set of tires there. Never ever imagined <laughs> that would end up being. We should you know, brew beer here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the back, bigger, taller warehouse is where the brewery is and our main tap room and our kitchen. And then there are a couple other little sections of 
of the space. If you look really hard, actually you don't have to look very hard, but you can tell our beer <laughs> garden it was a parking lot. Yeah. It yeah. still looks like a parking lot, <laughs> but we just keep adding. It's just a garden. Adding things. It's a garden. It's oh, a yeah. beer garden. Yeah. And then, um, but it just was a very dingy 1960s yeah. warehouse looking thing with lots of beat up garage doors. We're, yeah. f- we're familiar with yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Which right. you guys yeah. know. Yeah. And now, uh, and it's taken, you know, time because, you know, we just keep, you know, kind of bit incrementally making things look better. Yeah. Uh, we actually didn't paint the building or have the building painted till a little over a year ago. And that was just so cool because yeah. we uh, did a couple of our brand colors. And I still can't believe that the city of Greenville let something so cheerful <laughs> get put up with vibrant colors. Yeah. Did y'all saying about Greenville? Yeah. It's not cheerful. We love we love the city of Greenville. <laughs> well, you know, there's a the buildings the, look so different. There are codes. <laughs> oh yeah, there's yeah. codes an and aesthetic, and so we were concerned that and we were very grateful it was approved because yeah. we thought, well, what if this is just too much? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it that's wasn't. Cool. Thank that's goodness. Awesome. I hope that answered your question. No, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Brian, on to what your role is at Fireforge. Well, I guess to sum up, Nicole handles the people. I handle all the other stuff that's not people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, yeah, so basically it's all the things with the business, the finances, um, making sure everybody gets paid. Um, yeah. uh, but also, uh, you know, the I'm still overseeing the brewery side of it. So yeah. I do um, most of the recipe development, production planning, all that fun stuff. Um, now I'm, I'm actually back in the brew house now. So, cool. um, so I'm you know, brewing every now and again, uh, just depending on, you know, who we've got and, yeah. and trying to piece everything together. But it's just a, just trying to keep everything moving forward. That's awesome. So <clears throat> I think, how do y'all like communicate from day to day? Like, do y'all have much that you need to say to each other? Because I think, <laughs> I mean, I know you have things to say to each other, like what's for lunch, but also like... <laughs> Do you yes. have to communicate a lot during the day or are your roles so separate that it doesn't, it's not necessary daily? What, what is your daily communication style like? That's a really yeah. good question. And we were, well, we were, I think that, um, yeah, no, I, we do actually have to communicate a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just because everything, even, even things that happen in the background, like beer or food or anything, it all has to go and get communicated to customers yeah. or communicated internally um, to our team. And so really everything has to flow through what Nicole and I both do. So we have to be, you know, we're always communicating and, and trying to uh, make sure that we all understand what's going on so that we're not just completely siloed. Yeah. And, and we're all in meetings together where Brian may be, the key decision maker or the driver for for a certain thing or I might be leading or someone else on the team is the coordinator for something and so we're very much um, we'll, we'll go peer-to-peer quite mm-hmm. a bit um, or you know we're kind of reporting to each other in different ways but there's other people around and so you are orienting yourself hopefully in a very putting your best professional foot forward, (laughs) 
Whereas that might not be happening at the dinner table yeah. right. later on that night. But knowing that there are there's our online project management software where we're collaborating and in communication with a variety of other people. What do y'all use for that? <laughs> we use Asana. Okay. <laughs> Asana Chrissy, has been on the hunt. Yeah, oh, you like it? It's great. Yeah. Okay. It, it, helped, it got Fireforge open. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's free up until you think you can put 15 people on a team. Okay. And you can create all these teams, and it's free. Yeah. Partner, yeah. partner, cut. Yeah. Sponsored by Asana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. We're also sponsored by um, Chomps, the beef sticks. Oh, oh we're that's not, great. We're not actually. Unofficially. We're just going to keep saying it until they sponsor us. Chrissy's willing it into existence. <laughs> Excellent. So, one thing uh, we didn't mention earlier, but we had our paths had would cross professionally back in the day before we owned a business together and so we were used to being a contractor for a creative team mm-hmm. or vice versa uh, where Brian might be managing a web project and I'm their lowly copywriter that <laughs> they're bringing in to to write the write the content but so we'd work together in different ways okay. and and I think that 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 gave us good practice because yeah. uh, I guess you you don't. You never want to be that like business partner couple where they're like, oh, they're in the meeting together, like you know. Yeah. But no, because I've worked for other family businesses yeah. and different things, and the dynamic you can't hide it. Yeah. And so we just try to put our best foots forward, feet yeah. forward together, uh, so that it's just not weird. Yeah. That's the it's goal. Not weird, not weird yeah. is the goal. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. This is kind of a tangent, but I know that, so Brian, you were in the corporate world for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole, I don't know as much about what you did pre-Fireforge, but could y'all talk a little bit about your careers prior to making the decision to open a brewery? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll go first because uh, mine's not as interesting. Um, <laughs> I just spent some time, you know, I would go between big companies and small companies, I, okay. you know, because the, the grass is always greener type oh, of thing. Yeah. It's like... You spend a little bit of time in a big corporation and soul sucking, and I'm like, I need to get out of this cube. And so then you, you go work for a small agency, and I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, I need to go back to some stability. And I need I'll just a cube. Kinda, yeah. I need. Where's my cube? I need my gray walls and my hour and a half lunch breaks. Um, and you know, but eventually, just kind of got tired of that, and I was like, I need to do something else with my life. And yeah. Try the try the brewery. So what? Uh, tell me, what was the industry you were in? Like, what was your what were you doing? Um, primarily, so when I, I, my undergraduate degree is in computer science. Okay. So when I got out of college, I was doing web programming, but okay. I quickly realized I wasn't that good at it. So um, when I got laid off from my first job, right as the internet bubble was bursting in 2000, yeah, it was 2000, um, I went back to grad school and got my MBA because uh-huh. at the time I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I'm like, any, any, everything's business, yeah. so <laughs> let's go get a business degree, yeah. right? And so, uh, and then once I got out of graduate school, I started doing more project management. Okay. Still on the web kind of tech side. Cool. Um, and then uh, did spend a few years at Floor, okay. doing uh, working in the government group there, doing uh, something. And, um, <laughs> I and, love that. And then it was like uh, you can't talk about it. You can't yeah, talk about it. Yeah, it's really, it's really terribly boring. Um, so you're in the CIA is what you're telling us. Well, I wish it was that. They can't tell you if he is. Yeah. This is a giveaway. Yeah. But, uh, I got a lot of Googling to do after y'all leave. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. Fireforge a CIA cover up? Bad spies yeah, right. can't be Googled. It's, it's all I guess front. bad ones. Can't yeah. Be. 
But uh, yeah, so you know, it was just uh, all that interesting stuff. But I did learn some some good management skills yeah. along the way, which have come in handy. So yeah, it all it all leads you to somewhere, right? Yeah, so Nicole, exactly. what were you doing before? Well, so I'll I'll, I'll go uh, way back. I was an English major. Went nice. to USC. Go Gamecocks. Oh, and uh, <laughs> but you know, it was one of those things where you know I had other you know friends in that program where they're like, I'm gonna become a I'm going to school to teach yeah. or I'm going to go to law school. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll try <laughs> to hack it in the, in the business world. And so, um, you know, I ended up would do like freelance writing, but mm-hmm. then got my foot in the door at a small PR and marketing agency that really took a chance on me. I learned everything That's awesome. on the job. And then, uh, after a couple of years, um, we wanted, we were thinking of making a move and going mm-hmm. to Charleston. And so I decided to just go out on my own and had really good relationships, uh, with different designers, um, the web firm that Brian was with. So, you know, you just would put together creative teams yeah. to yeah. do stuff for clients. And, um, I had always been in marketing communications, uh, and then, um, transitioned into working for about five years for a sales business development and customer care training company. And, uh, is that how you know Ryan's dad? That is. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, great, great mentor in the, in the business. And, but I just, you know, looking back, uh, on all of that, all of that was so practical and mm-hmm. so important mm-hmm. to, I couldn't, I, I have no, idea. you have no idea what skills yeah. you need when you, you know, start a business, but always was entrepreneurial and mm-hmm. wanting to build something yeah. and, and help others, you know, build, build their thing. And looking back, all the, all of those skills and all that work was so, so integral. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, you, you know this, but also with those paths, it was always you have to generate your own business yeah. Yeah. and get clients and get customers and retain and build relationships. And so it was all outbound yeah. Yeah. with the hope of a- eventually it becomes inbound. And one of the things I was telling what Brian about what's interesting is that while I do, we'll do a little bit of prospecting you know, here and there for yeah. Fireforge, yeah. I feel like it's karma. It's all inbound. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I worked so hard this for so, outbound. This for is so, so much easier. Yeah. Um, well, you're also it's beer. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and with you know with corporate <laughs> events and groups wanting to come in, yeah, it's still a sales conversation. Yeah, for sure. Totally. But man, it's so nice when they're calling oh. you. You know, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, well, I guess took, I can help you. <laughs> yeah, but it, well, the, the the hard part was it took about three years before people started calling us though. Yeah, that's yeah, the, uh, yeah. It was, um, it's still it, it's definitely its own challenge. Yeah, yeah. In that respect. Oh yeah, we get that. Um, okay, so what is a lesson that y'all learned working together as a couple who runs a business together that you feel like could cross into any industry of a couple working together? And you can have yeah. separate answers for this too. Yeah, well, I, I think um, for us, what's probably been the the thing that's kind of, at least from my perspective, kept us going this long Mm -hmm. and still having a good relationship is that, you know, I I always think that we've had a mutual respect for each other, Mm -hmm. both just personally and professionally. Um, You know, Nicole is a really, really talented and driven person. And, you know, I've, I have complete confidence that 
she's going to handle her business well. So I can let her do her thing and she's going to be better at it than I am. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stay out of her way. And, um, you know, I think that having that mutual respect for what it is that we each do allows us to work together and not just completely want to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I completely trust Brian to handle his business and his projects and, and what's happening. And especially, you know, I think I'll, it's it might be hard, easy to take like take for granted, like the beer continues to get better. The beer's mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. coming out. We're doing quality control and you know, it, there's never this like, what's going on back there? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's and that is, that's oh, yeah. amazing. Cause yeah. there are probably businesses where it's like, what's going on back there? Yeah. And, and so I just trust Brian to handle it. Yeah. And if he needs my help, then he'll ask. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that could be, I mean, that could get really weird and awkward. Sure. Like, you know, like ha any kind of family business where, you know, if, it, if it's strictly like employee employer, then if the employee is not performing well, you know, you can have those conversations and try to train people up. And if it's not working, then it's like, okay, well, it's just not working out yeah. and we may, may need to part ways. But if you're a family, then that's really challenging to do yeah. to yeah. try to figure out how to navigate that. Yeah. And I'm always trying to fire Ryan. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we joke about it too. showing up every day. And then something yeah, breaks and she's like, no, 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 please, please. I'm like, why are you at my house? <laughs> I fired you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, in some respects, maybe we're just really lucky that yeah. it's kind of worked out and, uh, you know, we're, we're still, still going. So did y'all think, you know, back in the days when you were even pre-brewing beer on the stovetop, did you think we are the kind of couple that could run a business one day? I, th I think so. Well, I think because well, we... And you may not have had that specific well, yeah, thought. I think right. because yeah. we had been friends yeah. and then also because our paths would already cross mm -hmm. from time to time professionally, depending on you know where we were working or what we were working on, that it... It was never a, I don't know if we should do this. Yeah. Like there was never, there was no doubt. And I'm just, but like Brian said, I'm just glad. I think we got really lucky that we <laughs> yeah. can, there's like a lot of complementary skill sets that it just helps. You kind of cover the bases yeah. together, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like Nicole was saying earlier with her career path, she's been out on her own basically since she was 24 or 25 years yeah. old. And, um, in that respect, I don't think I, she was never, I don't think had any designs to grow an agency into something where I would then come on board as like the C whatever. Oh yeah. And, um, C whatever -O. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but you know, and for me, I had been trying to brainstorm uh, business ideas and different mm -hmm. concepts for a really long time because okay. I always felt like I wanted to go out on my own because I just couldn't stand working for other people. It would always just drive me crazy. Yeah. Gray walls. So, Gray walls. Yeah. The, too many cubes. And <laughs> just, you know, although most of my managers actually were pretty cool. Nice. But, um, but you know, I just always wanted to take a stab at something and go out on my own. And yeah. it just took me a really long time to figure out what that was. Yeah. And so I, I, I always kind of felt though, that if that were to ever come to fruition, that again, Nicole and I have a very complimentary, like mm -hmm. a diverse, or distinct but complementary skill set. So my hope was that I could get her help 
in all those things. <laughs> really yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I, but he, yes. And hard to fire. Yes. And very, once, once, you, once you bring Nicole in, it's, I just like, keep showing it's up. like feeding a cat or something. I just keep, keep showing so up. I don't know where she came from. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, having those complementary skills yeah. is really important. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, she can fill in so many of the creative and communicative and yeah. people gaps that, because yeah. I'm much more task focused. I'm like, I yeah. just want to get stuff done. Yeah. Asana, and check it off. Asana, I want to check. Oh, I yeah. love checking things <laughs> off. It's like, I'll create tasks that I've already done just so I can check it off. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's been really productive today. Oh yeah, <laughs> brush teeth was checked off. It's so great. Yeah, it's it's a recurring task every day. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so I, I think that um, you know it kind of was something that was probably in the back of our minds all along, and yeah. just you know, and, and now here we are. Because even when Fireforge first opened, Nicole was not full time. She mm. was. Um, you were working uh, with. Um, yeah, working with uh, a great agency out of. Spartanburg A-Line yeah. and was doing like project management and oh, writing cool. and stuff for them. Yeah. So, and she did that for about the first six months and we realized we really need you yeah. over here now. So she uh, made the, the real leap, you know, about six or so months into the business. So. Okay. I think a lot of people listening right now, I think a lot of people have said at one point in their life, probably 50% of our age generation, like we should start a brewery. <laughs> Um, I hear that a lot. And I know y'all get emails like, I'm thinking about starting a brewery. Can you talk a little bit about, especially the first few years? Because I think I want people to have a realistic mindset of like, what were the struggles and what were the joys? And I don't think we have too much time left, but I I think that that is an important thing to touch on. So not only with y'all working together as a couple and going through the hardest season of a business, Mm -hmm. most likely, but what was it like? opening a brewery and just and doing that what a lot of people dream and talk about well how realistic do you want us to be i want, in this I want the gory details <laughs> well i one thing i'll say you know about that is you you never want to crush someone's dream and so when you know maybe, someone maybe you do <laughs> sometimes you need to <laughs> you know so whether it's you know someone passing by in the tap yeah. room and they maybe recognize you or a team member's like oh that's one of the owners i'm like not here. I'm not here. Um, yeah. Who? You know, I don't see her. But they might, you know, ask or we get the email inquiry or a DM on Instagram or something. And so you just, you try to be encouraging, but realistic. Mm-hmm. And uh, running a brewery is not an Instagram feed. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like the way it looks like on Instagram. Uh, it's still a business. And it, if you love brewing, just go be a brewer yeah. <laughs> at a brewery. <laughs> Don't actually, you don't have to start a brewery because you're really just going to be running a company and building a company and doing business operations. So true. We're not home brewing at home anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And throwing parties. Well, we throw parties. We throw really big parties now. Yeah. And we make money at the parties uh, now. Yeah. But now people rate those parties on Google. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. I like that concept of yeah. like going to a friend's house and like giving them a Google. Had <laughs> right. oh, a, a party at my friend's house. Food was kind of lame. Yeah, it's like, uh, they check in three stars. Yeah. <laughs> they check in the Irish red ale right. and untapped. You're like, come on. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> That's so good. I was expecting more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
personality's kind of weak. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I often kind of joke, like, the first year and a half of running Fireforge, I call that my blackout period, where... Um, yeah. yeah. It's so true. I don't really remember much, honestly. I don't have a lot of memories of it, and because everything was happening so fast, and we were there seven days a week. Yeah. I don't think we took our first day off, and by day off, I don't mean, like, a Monday off. I mean, like, not being there yeah. was... And we opened in June. We didn't take a day off until October for our anniversary. Yeah. And we really didn't take a day off like during the week until probably February. Yeah. Um, wow. So it was uh, it was nonstop. Yeah. And to think though, like how far we've come in that time, because we weren't doing yeah near the volume we're doing now, but we also have a much uh, an awesome bigger team now so there's less for us to do but yeah no like nicole said it's like if you want to start a brewery because you like brewing beer that's not a reason (laughs) to start a brewery um you know it's uh this is the tough love answer yeah yeah Yeah, and because there's so much more that comes with it and And, um, and if your tap room focused with your business model which which we are so we brew everything on site and we sell everything just direct on on site we don't we're not, we don't have a distributor. We don't, we're not calling on accounts to be in other bars or, right. or restaurants. And so you're also, it's part manufacturing, but then it's also part hospitality. Yeah. And so we're actually running and we have a kitchen. So it's like, we've got a couple different little business units oh, yeah. within the business. And, um, and you're re- and really most of our time and energy a lot of times is, isn't even on, on the beer part, yeah. which is, and I'm not trying to, no, you know, I like say the beer is actually like the easiest part of it. Yeah. It's um, scientific. Yeah. You know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. yeah. You just, beer doesn't have feelings. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't leave Google reviews either. And yeah. that's the takeaway from this <laughs> yes. episode. Beer does not have feelings. Yeast <laughs> are have... much more predictable than <laughs> yeah. humans. So, you know, wow. yeah. I always, we say that too about here is, if you feel passionate about coffee and you live and breathe coffee, but you don't like people, don't even think right. about starting a coffee shop. Oh no. Yeah. Don't. It's just, that is what this business is. It's managing people. It's mm-hmm. hospitality and coffee is just like a little side bonus. Like mm-hmm. get yourself a nice at home espresso machine, work on that latte <laughs> art and have your friends over. But yeah. if yeah. you don't like people and you don't like managing people, don't even dream about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I think that that's way. good advice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause we now have uh, last I counted 27 employees. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, lot. yeah. And so it's like just thinking about all of the, the check-ins and reviews and everything, it's like, it's just nonstop. And, you know, so that's always top of mind and yeah. it takes a lot of time and energy and, and just, uh, attention. Um, you know, when you're, I'm trying to get my production schedule and yet you've got 27 other things going on. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, okay. Some, I got some, some I got rapid fires. Yeah. Oh. I got some rapid fire questions cool. for y'all. What is your favorite brew or beer that you've each brewed or that not that you've brewed individually yourself, but, but the fire forge has brewed. So mine is casual peyote. We are on the last keg of it right now, but it's a fresh hopped IPA with strata hops from Crosby Hop Farm in Oregon. Nice. Uh, the hop harvest is a very short period of time in early fall. And what's cool is... It's supposed to be rapid fire, Nicole. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Casual peyote. It's amazing. It's super fresh and dank. 
<laughs> Thanks. Oh, I like sure. that. I was into it. No, that was good. <laughs> Brian. Just give her time. Brian, uh, what was yours? Mine's Oktoberfest. Okay. I love the Oktoberfest. Nice. Favorite beer you haven't brewed? You mean that someone, yeah, that someone else? Forge. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't on the list, so you really yeah, got to see the best. This is a selfish okay. curiosity. Uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. Ooh, mm. Celebration's up there. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go, uh, I'll stay Sierra Nevada. Uh, I'll go, but I'm going Pale Ale. Nice. It's my favorite beer of it's all hard time. To beat. Wow. That's it's, good. It's the perfect beer. Yeah. Okay, dream collaboration Dogfish Head, Oof. Mariah and Sam Calagione hanging out at our place. <laughs> Um, punk was like the first pumpkin beer I was ever like, I need this in my life That's all great. the time. Yeah. But I'll, uh, it's going to sound fanboyish, but I'll go Sierra Nevada. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. like the, one of the OG, you know, craft breweries that got us all started. And, yeah. um, and again, they make my favorite beer of all time. So if I can pick up anything yeah. from that process, I would yeah. love to. Um, plus, you know, just to do something with a, even, or in Dogfish Head too. I mean, they're they're some of our brewing heroes and, and inspirations. Yeah. So it's uh, any, you know, it's any of those would be fantastic. Nice. Cool. And then I think this is, uh, you know, this is an opinion question. Is there a beer out there in the world for everyone? You know, you meet people and they're just like, I don't like beer, but do you think that <laughs> I love those people? <laughs> <laughs> I like a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that there is a beer for everyone if they're willing to try? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, as long as, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I understand people have certain allergies and things. Yes. But I... I Putting that in a corner. But I do yeah. actually believe yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, there are so many different styles of beer. There's like, I don't know, 190 identified styles and breweries and brewers keep innovating and coming up with new things. It's like so the bottom really of the do. ocean, just so yeah. much more to explore. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's yeah. always, like Nicole said, one of my favorite challenges is when somebody comes in, they're like, I don't really like beer. Or they come in and say, oh, I just, what's your lightest? You know, because yeah. I'm like, that's I don't my dad. like beer. Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> we've got here, that. let me let you try something C- else. City Light, so. it's yeah. right up here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I'm going to keep saying it until y'all make yeah. it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, I think that wraps up our time. Yeah, thank you so much. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. We really thank appreciate you. y'all coming over. Just yeah. a little five-minute drive, but appreciate That's y'all's great. insight and time. So thanks again for coming. And if yeah, you're agreeable, definitely. check out Firefly. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, please yeah. come on by. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. See y'all.